Intermission Gallery operates on the sacred lands and waters of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples that join us in this space. We recognise and appreciate the ongoing integrity and diversity of Indigenous culture and expression. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Intermission Gallery is a student-run gallery at Monash University that endeavours to support and champion the works and practices of artists within the Monash community. We would like to welcome you to our podcast, where we explore and engage in dialogue with the exhibiting artists and the surrounding community of Monash. The Intermission Gallery space consists of two small yet spacious square rooms with white walls and a light tone wooden floor. The following audio description is structured as a detailed tour through the first room of the Intermission Gallery space, moving from wall to wall in a clockwise direction. In this week's Inside Intermission episode, we will be hearing about Yong Xingyuan, Shi Ying Liu, and Pei Hang Wu's exhibition, Hui, which opens at Intermission Gallery this week. Hui is an exhibition that is staged in a dark room. So in order for sighted audience members to view the works in the exhibition, they must use a flashlight. On all four walls of the exhibition space, Asian symbols are written using glow-in-the-dark paint. There are candles placed in each of the four corners of the room, except the corner to the right of the entrance. Where there is a painting hung up in the corner between the two adjacent walls. For this corner, the candle is placed slightly in front of one of the walls as the corner is blocked by the painting that has been hung up. Wall number one. On the wall immediately to the left of the doorway that leads into the gallery space, there are two paintings hung up side by side. Both paintings are done using acrylic paint on canvas and measure 40 cm by 30 cm. The first painting depicts a colorful scenes with a brick path in the foreground and trees in the background. The brick path is made up of individual horizontal brushstrokes for each brick, with some being blue, pink, yellow, purple or other pastel shades. Further back in the composition, there are repeated vertical brushstrokes in darker colors such as black, gray and brown. On top of many of these vertical brushstrokes are small depths of bright yellow paint. This section of the painting is quite abstract but could perhaps be a depiction of people standing in the crowd. In the background of the painting, there are hurried, erratic brushstrokes that converge up into points so that they depict the forms of trees and tree branches. The trees are pale brown, blue and black but the color grows more pale toward the edges of the tree foliage until the brushstrokes melt into the white sky above. The second painting depicts what looks to be a marketplace scene. The setting is entirely painted in pale, muted shades of brown, with the occasional use of pink and orange. There is lots of unpainted space in between the lines where the whites of the canvas can be seen. On the left and right sides of the composition, there are food stores with pots and containers behind the glass windows. The signs on the top of each food store are written in Chinese characters. 
The floor beneath the stores consists of white tile delineated by a grid of brown perpendicular lines that converge towards the center of the conversation, where five customers are standing and waiting around the food stores. The figures are each painted in stylized manner, so their body is entirely one color, and they have no faces or distinguishing features beside the bright colors of their body. One is blue, while the others are yellow, purple, red, or green. The watery brown paint that is used to paint the footstools makes the market setting appear nostalgic, while the bright color customers in the center stand out against their surroundings. To the left of both of these paintings, there is a door on the same wall. This door leads to a second room in the intermission gallery space, which has not been used for the Hui exhibition. Wall number two. On the next wall, there is a shadow. It is the shadow of a fabric collage that has been hung up in the middle of the room. The fabric collage is made of recycled materials. It is detailed with ancients and abstract symbols that represent infelicity and taboos in Asian culture. A small light source is placed in front of the suspended fabric collage. Throwing light onto and through the fabric surface, so its shadow creates an image that is projected on the wall behind the collage. Wall number three. On the next wall, there are five acrylic on canvas paintings of varying sizes. Two of these paintings are square canvases measuring fourteen inches by fourteen inches, which is approximately thirty-six centimeters by thirty-six centimeters. The first painting is an abstract painting done entirely in varying shades of red. The composition is made up of aggressive brushstrokes in different directions, starting with bright red swaths of color in the center of the canvas that are interrupted by drier, darker paints that leads to the edge of the composition. Closer to the sides of the canvas, there is less paint, so the white of the canvas underneath can be seen in the unpainted sections. There are also some random lines of white through the thick red paints in the center, indicating that the artist has perhaps stretched into the paint after applying it to reveal the white canvas underneath. The second 14 by 14 inch painting is a canvas painted entirely in the bright shades of red. The application of paint is consistent, so the entire painting looks like a block of the same color. The other three paintings on this wall form a series titled "Ani de Xin 4.0." Each painting is acrylic on canvas and measures 30.5 centimeters in width and 61 centimeters in length. All three paintings have the same stylistic elements and color schemes, with a watery application of the paint. To create a swirling pattern of color and organic lines, the composition are dominated by warm colors, with mostly shades of red and orange, but there are also sections of black, purple, and green. Each section of color is outlined by a swirling line painted in a different color. For example, a section of red may be bordered by a green line. This mass of swirling linework and watery colors evokes the typographical markings of contour maps. To the left of each painting, there are handwritten Chinese characters painted in black. 
They have been written vertically, so the sentence starts on the top of the painting and ends at the bottom. Wall number four. In the corner between the wall just described and the next, there is a painting hung up. It is longer than it is wide, measuring twelve inches by sixteen inches, which is approximately thirty point five centimeters by forty one centimeters. The painting is acrylic on canvas. In the center of the composition, white and yellow paint is used to depict a flame. At the edges of the composition, there is a deep shade of brown that surrounds the central flame. As the yellow of the central flame softly blends into orange, the orange section has been painted so it both resembles the outer layers of a file, but it also takes on a vague form of a face. This face has no details besides an eye that has been painted faintly with reddish orange paint. Directly to the right of this red eye, there is a brown eye and eyebrow surrounded by the reddish brown shade that fills the edges of the canvas and envelops the flame at the center of the composition. The bottom of this second face, with the brown eyes, seems to have a nose and the faintest suggestion of the lips. Painted in a pale cream or yellowish shade, because it is painted directly to the right of the bright yellow flame in the center of the composition, the second face could be interpreted as a mirror image or reflection of the first face. Middle of the room. In the middle of the room, directly in front of the door to the gallery space, there is a video projected on the floor. The video goes for one minute and twelve seconds, and it is rather abstract because how dark it is and very close angle it is filmed at. The audio consists of sound of burning and atmospheric hum of air. The video begins with a glowing circle that is soon revealed to be a hole burning through a piece of paper. The paper is then put into what looks like to be a small metal ball and has been placed on an asphalt road. For the next thirty or so seconds, different papers and flammable materials are placed into the bowl to burn together. The light of the flames is the only light source in the video, so very little besides the burning materials, the hands placing them into the bowl, and the bowl itself can be seen as they are illuminated by the fire's light. At around forty-second mark. The camera angle shifts to show a close side-on view with a piece of white paper being swallowed up slowly by flames. There appear to be drops of clear liquid substance, possibly water, on the surface of the paper. The asphalt underneath also appears to be wet, as if just freshly rained on. At the one-minute mark, the flames go out. And the video goes completely black before it quickly illuminates again with the wheel of the burning paper and some white text over top. The text reads, "I set a fire on Saturday nights." In uppercase letters. Before this line of text is replaced by more white text reading the artist's name, Shi Yingliu. The video fades to black.